Hey, welcome to The Green Room, uh, the podcast for everything you need to know about Huff High School's theater department. The main features of this episode are going to be um, how to have a good audition, how to get involved in the Huff Theater Department, and a special movie review on the movie Inception. All right, well, I am your host and your teacher, Mr. Taylor. Um, today's episode, we're going to cover three things. We're going to cover auditions. We're going to talk a little bit about um, ways that you can get involved with the theater department at Huff. Um, and then also, we're going to do a movie review of the movie Inception by Christopher Nolan. Um, so that's what we got going on this podcast. But before we get all into that, um, one of the things that um, I think is worth pointing out is why do a podcast? Uh, wh- what's the point of it? Uh, and the reason that I'm doing this is because uh, I am horrible about keeping track of papers. And I know some of you are probably the same way. You get something from school, it goes in your backpack, and it is never seen again. Uh, I'm, I'm not good with papers. And so I wanted to do something in a digital format um, that you could listen to on the way to school, you know, something like that. Um, so this helps me, and also hopefully it will help you. Okay, so right away, let's go ahead and talk about the biggest thing that's coming up. Um, and that is the auditions for the fall production. Uh, that will be September 2nd, and you will need either a one to two minute long monologue or a 12 line poem. Um, here's kind of how I feel about that when I'm looking for. Um, if you do the 12 line poem, I mean, I'm not going to hold that against you, but it is just showing that you can memorize. Um, it's probably not going to get you a lead role just because it's just a poem. Um, so if you're looking for a lead, I would definitely suggest um, looking at monologues. Now, for those of you who maybe don't know what a monologue is, what it, it's it's more or less just one person who's talking by themselves. Um, it does need to be memorized, and that's going to be uh, a pretty big determining factor to see like, who I'm going to cast. And then also, of course, you know, acting ability is going to be a pretty big deal too. Um, because it's the first year at the school, uh, I'm going to be a little bit lenient, kind of figure out who can do what. Um, so, you know, if you don't think you're an actor, I mean, by all means, still try out, though. It, it's a lot of fun, and some of the best memories um, I have from high school were doing uh, theater. Okay, now there are some do's and don'ts when it comes to auditions. Let's go ahead and start with the do's. Alright, so first off, when your name is called, you go up onto the stage. Um, there will be a spot marked on the stage that you want to stand at. So you come up there, and just give us, uh, the people who are conducting the audition, just give them a moment real quick. Um, usually, they will nod or let you know when it's okay to start. Um, after that, uh, introduce yourself, so say your name, introduce your piece, take a breath, and then begin. Um, when you're done, make sure that you pause, and it doesn't hurt to say thank you. Uh, take a bow, and then you can leave. Um, now, sometimes in auditions, the auditioners will ask you to do something else. Um, that's kind of rare, and especially at the high school level, we probably won't be doing that. But just so you know that um, there are some auditioners that do that. Some things that you definitely do not want to do is you do not want to, under any circumstance, let the auditioners know that you have messed up. To be completely honest, auditioners, are, well, and audiences in general, are actually really, really stupid. We have no idea that if you've messed up, unless you tell us. So how do you tell us? Well, you tell us by doing things like, um, uh, oh, oh crap. You know, when you show a, a very vivid reaction or that you show that you're upset that you've forgotten, um, that tells us that you've messed up. Um, and it shows that you haven't really prepared for the audition. 
Um, another thing that you don't want to do is don't rush. Okay, um, a lot of times you'll go ahead and you'll rehearse your audition piece, and it will be perfect at home, right in the time limit. But then, as soon as you get up on that stage, nerves take over, and you talk so fast that before you know it, you're done, and it's really difficult for everyone to hear. So make sure that when you take that breath at the beginning, that you use that as a chance to kind of calm yourself and slow down. Okay, so let's just say that you've done your audition, it's gone really well, um, and you sit back down, um, and the director or one of the auditioners asks you to hold on a minute before you leave. Now, don't get freaked out because um, something that I like to do is something called a cold reading. Right? What a cold reading is, it's a type of auditioning style where you are handed um, just a scene from the script and are asked to read a part from it. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get that part, but it is a chance for the director to actually hear what you would sound like in that part. Um, a lot of times you will be partnered up with another person during this, so it's not quite as stressful. And again, that's just a way for the director to kind of get an idea of what the actual finished product might be. Um, and again, it's just worth repeating, just because, let's say, you read for the part of a character does not mean that that is the character that you are going to receive. Um, it could just be that uh, the director wants to hear you do it. Next, we're going to talk about how can you get involved at Huff um, with a theater department. Now, if you're a student, um, there's three main ways that you're going to be able to get involved. First off is being involved in the class. Second, get involved in a main stage show. And third, being involved in the drama club. Okay, um, starting off with the class. Yeah, that's a pretty simple one. You sign up for the class. Uh, you get to you know do all the kinds of things that, that entails. Um, but you know that's not really an option for everyone. There's some people that can't fit their schedules, things like that. Um, so you can audition uh, for the fall production. The fall production is open audition, which means it's available to anyone in the entire school, whether or not you take theater class or not. It's open to you. Um, but that doesn't always mean that you'll get a part. Um, so what happens if you can't get in the class and you can't, don't get a part in the, in the play? That's where Drama Club comes in. Drama Club is a really good chance for the people who either didn't get cast or whose schedules won't allow them um, to attend like rehearsals and things for the main stage shows. Uh, it's a really good chance for them to actually get involved and do some acting as well. Now, the way Drama Club works is I make it very student-led. Uh, I try to be kind of hands-off on it. What that means is that uh, pretty early on in the semester, we'll decide who's going to be president, vice president, um, and, and things like that. And that council will be the ones who actually kind of plan things. Um, I'll approve them. I'll help uh, you know, where I need to. Um, we'll also do some pretty fun things, uh, some things that maybe my classes don't get to do. Um, so it'll just be a really good opportunity for, for maybe people who can't uh, plug in elsewhere. Now, if you're a parent, there's several ways to get involved as well. Um, one of the main ways is by uh, donating your time. Uh, we are constantly in the need for volunteers uh, to help on concessions, maybe bring food for a rehearsal one night, um, just little things like that that really make a big difference. And of course, we do need money. Uh, and it always feels really weird asking for it. But the truth is, I, I mean, Theater is a lot more expensive than people realize. The lights and the set, all that adds up very, very quickly. Um, so one of the things that we're doing is we're doing a Be A Part program. The Be A Part program allows you to be rewarded for the contributions that you're already making. Um, 
pretty much what it is is there's these different levels and each level kind of has its own perk. Now there is a monetary value attached with each level, um, but really if you volunteer your time, uh, we're going to take that into account and, and give you the, the, uh, the level of acknowledgement that you deserve. Um, just to give you an example of some of the perks, if you are a star of the show, which is the top to be top high level, um, stars of the shows, their perks include that they get, um, they're eligible for reserved seats at shows, um, they get special backstage passes where they actually get to see um, the actors prepare before a show, um, see the kind of things that run through it or uh, go into making the show. Um, and so that I think that's really cool. Um, there's also discounts for uh, having advertisements in the program, um, some like, you know, break legs for maybe your student or people that you know. Or if even you own a small business and you want to advertise, um, see if you can draw that school crowd in, that's a really good place for that as well. Um, there will be more about this. Uh, this is just kind of an introductory episode, so I am going to try to keep it brief. If you have any questions, please feel free to contact me, and I would love to uh, pass on more information to you about this. All right, um, we're going to talk about Inception. We just literally walked in through the door after seeing the movie, and and by we, I mean it's me, and then my buddy Worth, say hi. Hello, everyone. We're also eating cookout at the same time, so any excess noises... That's Please just, excuse. Like, yeah. Um, so first off... <laughs> What do you want to cover first? <laughs> this is probably the best movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I and we've seen tons. Yeah, I have a DVD collection of like three hundred movies, and that's not exaggerating. In yeah, fact, I've got about the same. <laughs> in fact, I probably have a little bit more than that. Um, so I guess first off, we'll start because we don't want to give away any of the plot or anything. Yeah. Um, although my take on this story is that. <laughs> It's it's awesome. It's original. I've never seen anything like it. Mm -hmm. um, it's very captivating. A uh, lot of really good moments. Very tense. Um, and the end is is satisfying. I think mm -hmm. even if it doesn't give you all the answers you may want, but it's, it's only really satisfying. It is one answer you're looking for anyway. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what, do you, what do you think, Worth? Um, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I mean. Everything that you said, and uh, like all these new commercials that have been advertising and have been talking about how it's how it's kind of like uh, James Bond meets the Matrix, and I, I think Christopher Nolan had said that like seeing the Bond films had inspired him to make a movie like this, and it is very I could see where he has very Bond elements, and <laughs> you can clearly see Matrix elements, um, but I mean, yeah, like every there was like maybe a very few like calm moments. And, I mean, they were fine, but every time it got really tense, you were actually kind of waiting for it because it's just so good. And it's like, you don't... You it's don't, true. Like, yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Well, no, it's not even a roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. There are no ups and downs. <laughs> That's true. It's yeah. like downhill the, entire, the <laughs> yeah. entire movie. You get just enough, like, uh, exposition at the beginning. Mm -hmm. To like, take you into the story. Like skyrockets you up into the atmosphere <laughs> just so you can plummet back to Earth. In free fall, so you'll wake up. Which, if you see the movie, you'll understand. Yes. Get, yeah. Um, get the pun. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, storyline, uh, the acting. <clears throat> you want to go first? Um, yeah, that's fine. Um, 
Uh, I, I really like... I don't know if uh, there would have been any better casting them with Leo DiCaprio, besides Leo DiCaprio or not. Because, I mean, he was he was really good for his role. Um, <laughs> I, I like seeing Michael Caine in there. He has a small role. Um, yeah, fans of the Nolan series, you'll see a lot of, like, familiar faces. Because mm -hmm. um, he does tend to use a lot of the same actors. <laughs> um, yeah, Michael Caine's been in, like, Prestige, The Batman's this, probably, like, <laughs> probably three or four movies. Yeah. Who's the other one? Oh, uh, Julian Murphy. Or Cillian Murphy. <laughs> that guy. Scarecrow. <laughs> yeah, Scarecrow. Um, I like that Jorson, uh, wow, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was in it. Um, I mean, he was, uh, I, I remember from a TV show called Third Rock from the Sun when he was like, kind of like a teenage actor. Um, but he's really started to like, make a really good name for himself. Well, yeah. Did you see G.I. Joe? No, I didn't see G.I. Joe. He was actually like the bad guy. It's not oh, the nice. best movie ever. But well, like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's entertaining. But he was actually, he's pretty good in that. Fair um, nice. I heard he was in, uh, uh, But I liked him in this a lot, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And what was, I think his other, like, breakthrough role was 500 Days of Summer, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, I think it's where most people recognize him from. But yeah, he was really good in this. And I like, um, um, the, you said Arthur was his name? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like him, and I was reading somewhere that I think, well, I don't remember what I was reading. But yeah, I like, the, the entire cast is good. The, the woman, Ellen Page, is, is really good in her role, too. And I'll let you take it from there. No, I, I, I totally agree. Um, everyone was really, really strong. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, I'm trying to think how I want to say it, because <laughs> everyone's really strong. Point? But probably the, the weakest character was probably um, the chemist. Mm -hmm. Just because, like... Um, he didn't have a very big role. Yeah. But then again, that's not entirely his fault. Like I don't, I couldn't see any way they could include it more of like him into the story. Yeah, it, I don't. I think if they had done more, it probably wouldn't have flowed as well or fit as well. He he was in there for what he was, and he served his purpose for what he needed to do, and that was that was all. And all yet, that that, his scene <laughs> was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So to kind of just give you an idea, um, if you haven't seen the movie trailer or the movie. Um, it takes place, it's a dream within a dream, um, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, and so each kind of character kind of gets their own... Like, job. Action hero moment, yeah, where they exclusively <laughs> yeah. are responsible for... Yeah, that, that's a good way to put one it. ...one yeah. aspect, one level of the dream. Mm -hmm. um, and so the chemist, who's a character, um, he's probably got the the storyline that wraps up the quickest. Yeah. But they, they revisit it throughout the film, and... <laughs> It's definitely very, very suspenseful. Mm -hmm. um, although I, I loved the, the other one. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. Uh, it is really hard not to say so many things because the smallest thing that we say can either ruin the whole movie or just ruin a spoiler that will. Because an idea is like a parasite. <laughs> yeah. Um, you'll you'll get it if you see it. <laughs> uh, okay, last thing we'll talk about, we'll talk about music, uh, and then we'll probably wrap up. Because um, music is a pretty huge part in creating mood, um, especially when we're talking about movies, it's really effective for the audience. But even when we're talking about for stage produ productions, um, music can be very influential on the actors as well as the audience um, as well. So. The music in this, it, I don't think we fully confirmed, but we're pretty sure it's Hans Zimmer, the same yeah. guy who did music for 
Um, Batman Begins, Dark Knight, among many, many other things. Um, <laughs> I think he's done like everything in Nolan's, yeah. with maybe a few exceptions. Uh, perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine a better score. Mm-hmm. Um, you've heard us talk a lot about like, tension and creating tension, um, like suspense, and the music just adds to that like perfectly. It's, it's pretty amazing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, even moments... Uh, we, we were talking about this on the ride back. Um, moments where even characters are just standing around, almost like just doing nothing. <laughs> the music puts suspense and tension, and you're at the edge of your seat watching these people stand around, <laughs> yeah. um, which is brilliant. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. Now, they don't stay standing around long, because then they... Because something has to be done. <laughs> yeah, and they, they get to it. Um, overall, we'll give it a five-star rating. <laughs> yeah, or if you uh, want to do like a... 10 point scale of 10 and 11. <laughs> yeah. Out of five stars, I give it six. Um, yeah. It, yeah, it's it's really that good. Um, yeah. Well, that's going to about do it for this first episode of The Green Room. Um, if you have an idea for the show, uh, by all means, let me know. I would love to get some uh, student interviews in here. Let's get to know who you guys are. Um, if you have any topics that you want to know, just let me know. Um, ideas for the movie reviews, again, let me know. Um, also, at some point, I would love to hand off this podcast to actually one of you. So if you're interested in being the MC for this, uh, let me know, and we can see what we can do about making you a co-host. Uh, so that'll be all. I will see you guys August 25th, um, and hopefully I'll see many of you for uh, auditions on September 2nd. All right. Have a good one, guys. <laughs>